1: or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I
0: want to talk about the regular season as a whole. Obviously, they finished with only 111 wins because it feels like they could have had a lot more. There were a lot of losses that were just, you know, there at the end. But 111 wins, it's officially the Dodgers' all-time record, the second most in National League history, in which you got to go back a ways. Josh, if you want to find out the last team a National League team won 111 games... We're going to have to go all the way back to 1906, the uh, the Cubs, when I believe they won 116, which is tied for the record. So it's been over 100 years since a National League team won this many games, the best run differential since the 1939 Yankees. So one would say a pretty good year uh, for the Dodgers. So Josh, if I would have told you uh, one day before opening day that the Dodgers would finish the season with 111 wins, the best run differential in what, close to... 90 years or 80 years, whatever the math checks yeah, out 80, to be, I guess, 82, yeah. 82 years. Uh, what would your uh, takeaways been if I would have told you that?
1: I don't know if I would. I, I, you know, yeah. it's funny because I do not think I expected this. I did not expect 111 wins from the Dodgers. I did not expect the current run differential that they have, which is insanity, but I don't know if I would be shocked. I mean, on paper going into the season, looking at the players that were added, looking at the players who were returning, and then looking at the players who were on the roster last year that had great seasons. Uh players like Chris Taylor and, and you know, Max Muncie not too long ago was this perennial home run hitter for the Dodgers, and obviously he's still a a, a good power hitter, but he had a tragic season as Cody Bellinger did. But again, if you also showed me what the roster might look like with a guy like Joey Gallo in the lineup too, I might've thought, Holy cow. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked that they did all of those things, but going into the season, I thought that the Dodgers would win between 100, uh, 90 and hundred games. I thought that they would win the division. I thought that they would probably have the best run differential in baseball, but I definitely didn't think it was going to be at this scale.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I definitely expected them to win the division I wasn't expecting them to match last year's 106 wins just because, again, well, last year it you know, tied the franchise record. That's a lot of games you got to win. Now, 111 wins, best run differential in 82 years or 83 years, again, depending on whatever math you want to use for that. What if I would have told you, Josh, not only that, uh, Walker Buehler would go down halfway through the year with Tommy John surgery. Clayton Kershaw would have numerous IL stints and miss a couple months. Andrew Heaney would miss a couple months. Tony Gonsolin would miss a couple of months. Max Muncy would finish the season hitting below 200. Justin Turner would start the first three months hitting about 200. Uh, what if I told you all those things happened and the Dodgers would still win 111 games?
1: That's what's the most surprising about all of yeah. it. Because you look at and there was really not much of a drop off at all, man, like. Like, I mean, sure, a little bit at the end of the season when they took their foot off the gas, which we thought they might a little bit. And obviously there were a lot of games that um, guys were coming out early and pitchers weren't lasting as long. And that's all fine and dandy, whatever the postseason was upcoming. So they took a little bit off, but they didn't really slow down all that much. And then, you know, there was that there was that brief stint where things were not looking good. They were in first place, but things weren't looking good late, late June ish um and then give it two weeks and the dodgers had been on some ridiculous win streak and were once again the best team in baseball so other than those brief little stints of not being unreal with all of these injuries with guys in and out of the lineup the dodgers pretty much all season long were just better than everybody they faced and it kind of goes back to the kind of the extra innings thing that we had talked about on our last couple of shows like when the dodgers are in extra innings they don't win because they you know, play fundamental baseball and square to bunt or hit a sack fly and move the runners around whenever the Dodgers go to extra innings and win. It's just because they're better. It's just because they're a better baseball team. They don't have to play small ball. They don't have to play cute. They just come up and hit the ball and they win games and they pitch well, and they've done that all season. So that's a blessing and a curse when you get a team with nothing to lose, who goes up and squares to bunt three guys in a row and brings in a run or something like that. And that's how the Dodgers seem to lose a lot of extra inning games you know, the point is, is that they're just better than a lot of teams. And, you know, we expected that this season. I just don't know if we really expected it at this scale with all of the players that were in and out of the lineup. But, of course, in some weird way, despite all of the injuries, I think they are in a much better position than they were at this point last year going into the postseason with guys like Muncie and Kershaw and and these guys out of the lineup that were huge for them in the regular season. Obviously, there's no Bueller. But right now, I think the Dodgers are really in a much better spot than they were a year ago, and they won 111 games this year.
0: Yeah, there's one thing that I quickly want to touch up on, but before I do, I pulled up their schedule from this season and, you know, you win, I think, the final tally. Let's see. So they end up winning the division by 22 games. So, Josh, they didn't quite hit that 25 that we no. did on uh, on Fair no. foul from a month ago. But 22. Now, the crazy thing is, if you hear, you know, they won the division by 22 games, you're probably thinking, from start to finish, this was pure domination. The fact that what they did over the last few months, because on what's here, entering Josh, entering essentially the final day of June. So we're talking pretty much july 1st at this point entering june 30th when the dodgers welcomed the padres to town the dodgers had a one and a half game division lead they like this was a div- this was a tight division race as we were approaching the all-star break like this looked like this would be a division race that would come down to the final few weeks of the season i know the dodgers played the padres nine times i believe in the month of september and everyone's thinking those nine matchups are going to determine the division The Dodgers sweep the Padres, they go up four and a half games, and it's at that point that they kind of just ran away. I mean, let's see, so they were up three and a half games on July 3rd, and that was the lowest their division lead would be the rest of the season. If you just look at the baseball reference page, uh, it. July 1st, they were up 3.5. On July 31st, they were up 12. Then to end August, they were up 18.5. And then to end September, they were up 23. So they got as much as 23. But yeah, the fact that in the second half, they just ran away with the division, truly remarkable. But, Josh, something I want to touch up on before we move on to our predictions is the fact that, again, they won 111 games. You don't want to get too greedy. But obviously, this past weekend against the Rockies, they you know took their foot off the gas. Ever since they clinched the division, they essentially took their foot off the gas. I know they're not going to admit that they weren't trying, but you can tell that this was a much different team uh, after they clinched. But if you were to just take, for example, their games against the worst teams like in the National League. So I'll just start with the Rockies. The Rockies finished the year as the worst team in the NL West, Josh. And they struggled the most against the Rockies. They went 11-8 against the Rockies. So the worst team in the NL West took eight games from the Dodgers. Then if you go to the NL Central, I think everyone knows what the answer to this is. The Pittsburgh Pirates, for some reason, the Dodgers could not beat the Pittsburgh Pirates, So I think finished with the second worst record in all of baseball, maybe the third. The Dodgers went 1-5 against them. And then you look at the NL East, the Washington Nationals finished as the worst team in all of baseball. And the Dodgers went three and three against them. So as a total, Josh, they went four and eight against the two worst teams in baseball. They went eleven and eight against the worst team in the NL West. And in extra innings, they went six and nine. So let's just say they flip those three extra inning games. They're above five hundred. They win three extra inning games. You take three against the Pirates, maybe just one against the Nationals and take two or three more against the Rockies, the Dodgers probably win, like, 118 to 120 games, and that's just if they beat the worst teams in baseball or if they thrive in extra innings, which we've talked about. They're a team that they should easily thrive, but for some reason they don't. Like, this could have been a record that they could have set that, like, actually would have never been topped even if baseball proceeds to go 500 years with play. And and that's not
1: even to mention the the games that, were blown in like the eighth or ninth yeah. inning too, and like all I, the Kimbrell ones, I, yeah. And you hate to single out Craig Kimbrell as to say like, oh, well, the season would have been better if he didn't blow a handful of games. It's like, but like, that's not even mentioning that. It's just literally the three had worst seven teams losses. on the Dodgers schedule, and they he had seven the losses worst, this season. Yeah, but the three worst teams on the Dodgers schedule basically were the teams that they struggled with the most, and that's not even to mention the extra innings. That's not to mention the Kimbrel losses. Yeah. So. It's it's remarkable, and you're right. It could have been, you know, if ends or buts, you know, whatever. Like it could have been should have been whatever. I mean, but it could have been. It could have been 118 games. It could have been 120 games. And that's what's yeah. so wild about it. Is they were that yeah. good. They really were.
0: Yeah. I mean, even up until this week, I mean, if they would have taken care of business against the Rockies, they would have pushed for 113 or 114, which again, we don't want to complain and be like, oh, only 111. But when you take back, you know, the season as a whole and you really dive into it, and again, you look at all the games they lost against the worst teams in baseball with the extra innings losses. Again, we already know that this is one of the greatest teams in all of baseball, but like this team, I'm sure you could make the case for like the Mariners in 2001 when they won 116. I'm sure they had a number of losses to really bad teams, but yeah, it's like, Man, the Dodgers really could have at least set the record at 117, but they could have pushed for 120, but still, 111 wins, I'll take it, that's a number we're likely not going to see in our lifetime, if I were to guess, unless they extend the regular season, truly incredible, Uh, I have no words for it, just really remarkable, like I said, we're going to do more of a, a, a 2022 recap, once the season comes to an end where we can throw the postseason in there. But Josh, before we move on to our uh, postseason roster, any other uh, things you want to touch on?
1: Yeah, so this is, I'll be honest, this is kind of, you know, iffy. But there's a stat called Pythagorean win- winning percentage.
0: Are you familiar? It sounds familiar, but I could not tell you what the hell that is.
1: The Pythagorean this is this is the definition from Baseball Reference. The Pythagorean winning percentage is an estimate of a team's win percentage given their runs scored and runs allowed. Basically, it tells you like if a team was lucky or unlucky, and it's calculated by runs scored divided by runs scored plus runs allowed. And given those stats, with the Dodgers scoring 847 runs and allowing 513. Their win-loss record puts them at 116 and 46. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were right there. So
0: Could it is what it, it is,
1: but Could obviously it. it doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll gladly accept the 111. It's just yeah. I, I wanted that record. I know the players aren't going to say it, but the, I know, come on. they They wanted it. You want to get the record.